to warn you. You're doomed to stay. Go. Go. Hey yo, Michael and Jason and Chucky, get ready. Heather's moving to Elm Street, kicking it with Freddy. Cause Heather loves horror. What's your favorite scary movie? Hey, this is Heather of Heather Loves Horror, and today's special guest is Jason Elliott, and I'm going to turn the tables over to him and allow him to introduce himself to everyone. So go ahead. First of all, thank you for having me on, Heather. You are awesome. I check out all your stuff all the time. Um, yeah, I appreciate you having me on. I have a movie. Um, well, we have a movie, a group of us put a, you know, put a movie out, and it premiered uh, this last October. It's been picking up a lot of momentum. It's called Tales of a Scorpio Stinger. The background is um, the actual movie poster I designed. Well, sort of some of it, but um, yeah, it's, uh, it's really picking up some steam. I've entered a bunch of festivals. I haven't been turned down yet. So um, we're feeling really good that, uh, um, you know, it's, it's sort of something that I'm trying to do that's gonna grow. It's, we're, we're, it's in a movie format, uh, basically, but it really is kind of episodic. It's kind of borderline since I'm doing a part two and there actually can be many episodes because um, in the movie, she basically always will see something that brings her to the next episode. So she's always going jumping episode to episode. There'll be one thing in an episode that brings her to a location and to a person who she's looking for and of course it's for people who hurt animals <laughs> Love that. that's so awesome and um so it's called tales of a scorpio stinger um episode one the cat's meow is that correct 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 i wanted to get the full title in there thank you so what was the inspiration behind it um i've had this idea for a long time um, I'm predominantly, I, I'm a musician. I grew up playing hardcore music with my friends, playing in bands, singing. Um, I got it, I, I kind of left, I traveled around, did it in Arizona, uh, Vermont, did some in New York, but um, basically I wanted to, I, 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 I started playing acoustic and singing songs and I felt like I wanted, I love movies. I've loved movies my entire life and Rob Zombie really gave me like, I just kept thinking, if he can do it, you know, not that I'm Rob Zombie's league, but I'm like, he gave me a lot of, you know, um, encouragement without, you know, literally encouraging me. But I was like, yeah, this is awesome. So just, you know, you can mix the two. And and I love his movie making and his style. Him and Tarantino are my favorite. So basically, um, the lead in the movie, she does a lot of animal rescue. Um, and you can see on my IMDb, um, she, she directed and produ produced a movie called It's a Pot Cake Life. And basically, that's the island dog of the Bahamas. And, um, you know, they just keep multiplying. And, you know, all small islands have huge, you know, uh, wild dog problems, you know, um, feral dog problems. So Basically, she made this to bring awareness, and I helped. I was an executive producer on it. Um, I do all I can on it, and um, you know. So I also foster. Um, I we we there's uh, some clips on there with a pit bull that we we you know bottle fed and you know uh, basically you know brought him saved his life basically. So I I'm in that realm. I love animals, bird, whatever it is. I'm just a huge animal person. So I just felt like uh, when I see, I'm on like these, these uh, pages, like the Dodo and stuff like this. I just see when they're, when the, when the bad part before the good, and I get this anger inside, like who would do this to an animal, you know? And this was kind of my outlet, you know, I just wanted to like, what did, you know, this is what I really want to do to these people, but you can't, you know? So, but you want to, that's kind of the idea. So. That's pretty cool. That's really awesome. Um, so how did, how is it doing it, um, you know, during a pandemic, did it hinder y'all in any way? Was, were you still able to be productive? I mean, obviously you got the film out, but, um, I know a lot of people have felt that it's slowing them down, but, um, for me, I was able to get a lot done in 2020, but, you know, um, I'm not a film director or anything. I 
I've only been in like one movie, so I have like it's kind of different for me as a podcasting. Right. You know, yeah. No one can come into my home and tell me what I can or can't do, really. So um, the hindrance isn't there for me, as in for y'all, y'all have to follow certain protocols and everything. Right. We got lucky. Um, I I actually this movie started in 2017, and I started writing putting everything together. I bought all my own equipment. So I didn't want to rely on somebody. And this is a good and a bad thing. It's like when you're doing everything, it's a lot. But also it's like, if you don't get something, you have all the equipment and you can keep shooting it. So I just bought stuff within three years, just kept adding equipment. And I actually, we shot this in 2000, in the beginning of 2019. And so what happened was um, we had a couple things happen where um, somebody was, you know, it, it just, during the edit time, it just took a lot longer than we anticipated. There was a lot going on, but eventually we, we, I sat on it for almost three or four months when, when the pandemic hit, it kind of, we, it was ready during the pandemic, but I just wanted to, I, I didn't want to jump and go, let's, let's put it out now. I wanted it to be at Halloween. So I just sat on it. So I'll be honest, I, I, I missed the pandemic on this one, but I'm a little concerned. Um, right now, I am in pre, uh, po, uh, pre-production of uh, When Pigs Fly. So in the movie, um, it, 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 you know, you'll see that, you know, when you watch it, that um, she's going after a, a character named Julian Bram, um, and it's called When Pigs Fly. By the way, um, so the situations with the animals, I take these situations, it's sort of like an LA law thing. These things really happen. Like what happened to the cats really happened. So I just changed the names and stuff. So I wanted to keep that real. So people understand like, you know, this is real, like this is real in a way, you know, so that really happened. So somebody really did that. So yeah, so I'm filming this, uh, the, the, two weeks before Memorial Day. So I have it all set, it's locked in, and it is a weird feeling, because I mean, if it got worse and locked down, all that time, money, it's just, you know, you don't get that back. So it's a little concerning. Luckily, it didn't affect us on, on, on this episode. That's good. And so to clarify, when pigs fly, is that episode two of Tell Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's episode two, um, it could be chapter two. We went with a- episode. Um, I wanted to originally have them together, but it just takes so long. And this movie was SAG AFTRA. SAG AFTRA, that's a challenge that no, like, that's a challenge all in itself. The paperwork, what you have to do, um, you know, I, the producer of this, Evelyn uh, Vaccaro, she's also the lead. She did the casting. She's actual stunt person in real life, you know, and all the people in the movie, um, most of the people, not all, are stunt people. They're professional stunt people who are in, they've been in um, uh, Power, Orange is the New Black. Um, she was, she uh, she had a, a featured in John Wick 3. So these people are out right now today working in the streaming television movie industry. So, I mean, it's just really cool to have all those people. I would never have been able to get that group together so I owe a lot of the movie to the producer she did so much for this movie to make this movie happy happen for me because I had an idea and I'm sure you have ideas a lot of people have ideas but to to make it happen it takes a lot it takes a huge team you know it just takes so much and it put in perspective what it takes so this was a huge learning experience for me just what it actually takes and this time around um, as you know, I acted in the first one. I'm the pizza boy. So our pizza guy, it's funny. I wrote pizza boy. This is a, uh, a little behind the notes. I wrote pizza boy thinking that, um, it was a different character actually. And I wasn't going to act in the movie. Um, I've acted before, but, um, I, it didn't work out for this guy. So I never changed it. And like, cause he was like, I don't know. He was a little younger, but, um, I was just like, is that cute pizza boy? I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know if I'm a pizza, I'm a pizza man probably, but, uh, yeah, just little things like that, that, you know, that happen that are kind of cool little anecdotes, but yeah, um, the people in this that were involved with this, I, uh, the one thing about writing uh, this, what I is writing and somebody, the actual, the other co-director who worked on this and did so much work, Trey Lindsay, 
um, phenomenal. He's also effects. He did the effects on a, a, a movie called The Deeper You Dig that's out there right now. You can see it on Shutter. He was the he did the effects on this the effects on that. So um, he's you know he always said right around your location. So that movie was shot at my house. <laughs> so. So I shot everything at the, at the house and then I just drove and, you know, filmed in front of a pizza place. Like I'm coming, you know, just used everything around me. And um, yeah, that's, so I, I basically got just like, I rented a place. Uh, it's a cabin in the woods. This one's going to be more, um, it's, this one is not going to have as many stunt people. The next episode, it's going to be more violent. Actually, it's going to be more of a like serial slasher, Jason Voorhees type. And she kind of goes in, a little more insane because I obviously don't have the stunt people lined up. So I'm writing around my location and who I have, you know, lined up. So, um, yeah, so writing around location was important. Um, you can't write something if you can't get the locate, you know, lo get the location. A friend of ours lent us a, a bar too, which was great. That's awesome. Um, I was going to ask you something about that and I just lost it. Um, Oh, I was going to say the lines that your character had when she comes downstairs in the gold outfit, that it cracked me up so much. You're like, what'd you say? What are you, Golden Spice or Golden something? Spice the, girl, the rest of the girls upstairs, I didn't buy a ticket to the reunion tour, but I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I thought you had some really great one-liners. Thank you. You're welcome. And that was one of the things that we had pointed out whenever uh, my co-host Mary and I did um, on the May Queens podcast. Um, <clears throat> I think it was for the 2020 review episode that we did. We reviewed your movie and we were talking about how it was awesome. Her name's Evelyn, right? Yes. We just thought it was so cool that she played um, such a strong female lead and her having, a, you know, being a stunt woman and um, working on the set of John Wick 3 and, you know, everything else she's done. That, that was just really, um, really cool to see and everything. Um, I thought that was important too. I, I specifically wanted and wrote that role for a female and I kind of want like, and you know, uh, having a Latino female, I mean, if you can recount any movies that have a Latino female smashing anyone ahead with a sledgehammer, I'd like to know what, it, you know, so I think that it was, it's a wide open space and her, I think that her strength and um, you know, I didn't have to, I directed her, but she knew she got it right away. She knew like there's a fine line of being normal and joking and just looking like us, but that like just switching, you know, and having that bloodlust for these, you know, these, these bastards that she feels that she has to clean the earth with. Right. Um, yeah, that was really awesome. Um, <clears throat> So I am going to go back and forth on things because my questions are like all over the place. But um, let's see. Um, so what, like, were you into theater when you were younger or, you know, in high school or anything? What, what got you into everything? Did you, did you start off as a musician and then go into that or... I was uh, in high school, um, most, most, mostly I was athletic baseball, wrestling, baseball, wrestling, and, you know, just sports. Um, I went into the Air Force. I'm a veteran of the Air, United States Air Force. And when I came out of the Air Force, um, I, me and my friends, you know, they were all playing in a band and I just, uh, I wanted in, you know, I just want, I, I, so I just started singing with those guys. And the next thing you know, um, we were like the local band at a, uh, at, at a, you know, a ski resort where I'm from, Wilmington, Vermont. Um, there's a ski resort area and we'd play, you know, one of the bars there a lot and the scene there. And we were, we were, uh, we were, we were really, we practiced a lot. We were really good at what we did. Um, it was a Pantera style kind of, of music. And um, we went to Arizona and played out there and basically you know, through the, through the years, um, I always loved the stage and I loved performing. And I think that eventually I learned that it goes hand in hand, like just having the confidence to be up there on stage and you don't, nothing phases you. That's basically what acting is. You know, you have everyone around you and you just be, you know, do what you do. And I don't have any experience or 
uh, I was in a movie that Trey Lindsay, the director, did a long time ago called Crime Sight. He gave me the, a bad guy scene where Evelyn was in it too. That's how we all met and we reconnected on this, which was really cool. And I'm, I just play a son of a bitch in that. And funny story is uh, the, he has people like from the FBI coming after her and, or CIA and they all have uh, masks on and you know, the black stormtrooper type outfits. And I'm in almost every one of those outfits. So I'm dying in like 20 different ways. You know? So I'm like, I, I die. So every movie I've been in so far, I die. So I oh. do hope that one day I live to the end. Maybe I'm gonna have to write that to myself. Uh, mental note that I live in one of these movies but no no training or anything I think I've always it's just my personality I've always been kind of you know out front I'm I was kind of a class clowny kind of guy too so I love comedy comedy and horror I think go and I think you can see that in my writing uh in the comedy and horror to me go hand in hand it's hard to do it doesn't you can um I made some of my stuff cheesy on purpose I literally wanted to do that um, like Evil Dead style kind of, um, but Rob Zombie's really good at that. He really, he's so good at adding comedy and horror. And if you look at John Carpenter, the thing and all, there's no real comedy in that. You know, it's just, it, that's a sci-fi horror movie. Texas Chainsaw, there's, mm, that's my favorite, you know, um, slasher movie. There's not, you, we, we look at it now and watch it and we'll laugh at scenes. Be, but when people went to the theater to see that, no one laughed. You know, there's, no, there's no comedy in it. But I, I really like the blend of the two. Yeah. How about you? Do, you? do you like the blend of the two? Is that something that appeals to you? You like both? Uh, like for comedy? Comedy and horror. Like, uh, like do you like them together? Yes. Um, for me, it depends on my mood. I, I love comedy horror. Um, now, when I sit down and pick out a movie, um, like I said, it's going to, I base it off of how I feel. And if I'm wanting something to scare the shit out of me, or if I'm wanting something to kind of pet me up, then I might throw in something like Cabin in the Woods or like right. Evil Dead 2, you know, that's a good, good funny one where he does this little evil, evil dead dance thing but that, um, that one movie dale uh i forget tucker and dale or whatever that's evil. more of a slapstick comedy i think it's brilliant i i that movie is so good i love that movie for for you know that could easily have been awful you know that, that movie could have easily if you're like but they that movie was done so it's it's a beautiful movie the way they did that there's nothing else like that movie out there you know that, yeah it's pretty good it's very well done. Um, well, I was going to ask you about the casting for the role and for the uh, for the roles, and you said that uh, Evelyn had done that, right? She Evelyn, yeah, Evelyn did the casting for everyone, and you know we talked about it and went back and forth about it, and I kind of just put my trust in her. She, you know, she's been in this business a lot, you know, for for a lot longer than I have, so she knows, you know, she knows the people. She's worked with them. And once I saw everybody and I, and I, you know, we got together, I knew they you know, they were, they were perfect. The chemistry in the bar. So there's like a couple, like to put in perspective, like the other director, he, he, he works uh, actually filming, um, you know, for, I believe his own company. So he didn't have, you know, we don't have like tons. I didn't have tons of time with these people, you know, with these, with these amazing talents. So basically the bar fight scene that that happened in one day, it was one extreme long day. And there's so much dialogue and fighting in that scene. I mean, it went started at, I think we started at eight in the morning and it was like eight, nine 30 at night. And you're like, hello. It's like, I mean, it's incredible that that whole scene is shot in one day and the whole movie, the, the movie that was, that, that was, uh, you know, in the house and all those scenes that was shot in two weekends. I mean, it was really like, so to put this in perspective, like, it's like, you can't, and there was no, we need you back here. Cause these people are working. So it's like, you can't, it's hard to get people back. So it was what we have is what, you know, that's it. What you have is what, so I was really stoked when I finally saw the footage and how everything was coming together. Trey did the first pass on the edit and then me and Evelyn, you know, tightened, you know, did, you know, put some, you know, we both worked on the edit also. And I was so excited to see what the final product for the, um, like, it's amazing because a day when you're filming 
and you have, you know, what you're trying to get done, it's a blink of an eye and you're like, did we get it? I hope we got everything, you know? So it's, it's the first episode was so humbling, so hard. It's so hard. You know, I wanted to say that I am, I grew up like criticizing movies. Like I'm like, that movie sucks and this movie's great. Even if I, um, even if I say a movie is, uh, even if I say a movie's bad or anything, like, you know, like that, I still have tons of respect for what goes on to make that movie bad or good. What goes on to make that happen? It's so much work. It's a ton of work. My respect to anyone who makes a movie. Now, whether I like it or not, I still have my opinions. I'm still, you know, but just like people do on my movie. Yeah. Um. You said that and that had something else that I was going to ask you that went along with that. Um, but I don't remember it, so I'll have to come back back to it. But um, I was going to ask, how long did you work on the script or screenplay? I'm assuming you said since 2017 or? I, I had the idea in 2017 and I just started making notes, characters, and funny thing, the names of my characters, I, I'm a, I also do, uh, like, I'm a supervisor and, like, a level five in, in the city. That's why you'll see it on my page. I'm, like, up on a 62nd floor and so I took names from like, I took some names from people around me and I switched up their names. Like I work for Akira. So I, you know, like I, you know, one of our clients. So I just took names and, you know, cause I didn't want to dwell on the perfect. Like I thought that when it came together, it worked out perfect. Giovanni is one of a guy who put a, a, a stone counter in for me, you know, <laughs> uh, look at the, 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 the real star just showed up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so I just I um basically I didn't want to dwell on like names so I got the names out of the way and I would say that the whole script took me three months three months that's, to write that's really good that's pretty impressive um and I was gonna ask what was the hardest thing about putting together the film I think the hardest thing basically was having every having everything work the camera the media download having everything just flow the hardest part the most stressful part is knowing that you know you only have a certain amount of time to get this done so i think the actors and everyone they they had a they, they flew, everything worked out really good. The, the hardest part was just making sure the edit, the edit was the hardest part. Like, you know, just making sure it's color corrected and all that kind of stuff. That, yeah. That's the hardest part. I thought the, the actors, they made it easy. They were so good. They were, I didn't have to, once I told, like kind of gave them a vibe, they just, they went with it. Wadi, um, the, Wadi is the uh, black character in the barroom fight. He was outstanding. I mean, he's just, to me, he was so natural. He's a natural actor. He's really good at it. Um, and her, his chemistry with Kara, we never practiced that. We didn't do anything. So it was just like, it's on, it's go time. And it, it was great how they just made it happen. It's, it was awesome, actually. It's impressive to watch. Yeah. Well, and I did, I was looking up at my TV because I was rewatching it earlier. I wanted to congratulate you because it says you have over 1.1 thousand views. So yeah, a couple months. That's pretty cool. That's amazing. So big congratulations. Thank to you, you very much. Um, I, you know, in two months, it's a 41 minutes. And it, to me, it's hard to keep someone's attention these days. So if I can have someone's attention and they can stay and watch for 41 minutes and watch it and the feedback I'm getting, um, it's been, it's been awesome, actually. It's been, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, today's day and age, you know, it's, it's click, 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 you know, it's hard to, especially if you're not known so that to have people, you know, watch it and, and appreciate it, it, it feels really nice. You know, the, I, you know, to be honest with you, I've sang so many times in front of people. I have my own music, Jostle Productions on Reverb Nation. I have Jostle, I posted it before. Jostle is my band name and, uh, it's Jason Jostel Elliott. Um, I've never been nervous to put a song out. If people like it, no problem. If they do like it, awesome, because I'm doing everything. What you hear is me, everything. I record it, I perform it. But when you do a movie, I've never been more nervous, like, like at the premiere. It, it, it doesn't even compete because 
it isn't just me it's everyone around me if it's not accept like if it if it's if it's like taken in a bad light it's like i feel like everyone it would feel like everyone wasted their time you know what i mean it's there's so much more than just me it's it's just such it's a huge team and in music it's just me you don't like it eh, i'll write a better song next time this it's like it's there you know there's no going back so that that that's the hardest thing about it i think is the nervousness of putting yourself out there right well and i do want to say though uh as far as your music goes like it's it's hard to put yourself out there anyway and i think just being yourself is the best you know the best thing that you can do um you know you don't want to be some version that someone else wants you to be because you're not being yourself and there's so many people out there who um you know they kind of have negative views on life because they sit and they watch other people doing what they love and what they want to do and I think people are so afraid to take that leap and instead of being you know proud for others or excited you know sometimes they kind of get envious or whatever and I just wish that more people would be like you and um just live their life more vicariously and just be themselves and be true you know, just be true to yourself. And that's awesome. Uh, the whole cast, honestly, the whole cast is like that. Like the, that they really are the greatest. There's no deep, like everyone is positive. And I think, and it shows, I think that comes across that everyone there, it, it was a real positive every day, every set, no matter what, no complaining. They just, you know, positivity. Everyone wants everyone to succeed. That's great. That's a great feeling when you're around people like that. It's great. Definitely. Um, and so one of my questions was, um, you know, who has influenced you and why? And I did notice that you said Rob Zombie. Um, were there any other people? Um, Toby, of course. Texas Chainsaw is my favorite, um, like Slasher movie. My all-time favorite movie is Jaws. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's dated. It It's dated, but just the writing and the feel of it and the amazement of it. It's just, it's just such a great movie. I can watch if I pass it on TV and I've seen it so many times, I'm like, I'm stuck. Here I go. I'm watching it again. But um, I think Quentin Tarantino is probably the biggest influence overall. I think you can kind of see that in my writing and, and what, what my ideas were with this, with the outfits and he's kind of out there too. Um, he's he's amazing. Pulp Fiction changed the game. It was a game changer. And there's only a few movies. Texas Chainsaw was a game changer. There's only a few. Jaws was a game changer. Like game changers. There's only a few out there. And Pulp Fiction changed. Like he's such a brilliant dialogue and writing. And it's such an important part of a movie. It's just smart. And it keeps you interested. Every one of his movies keeps you interested from start A to Z. You know? And um, I really, really loved this Grindhouse movie. I thought it, I thought it was great. Um, Death Proof and his Rodriguez and him work together. Rodriguez is great. But Tarantino is probably my, my biggest influence, um, followed by Zombie. I like that. Did you like, did you like his Halloweens? I loved A Thousand Corpses to me was him is like, I think of it as me doing tales and he comes back and devil's rejects to me is absolutely genius it's it's such a masterpiece of a movie he you can see how he just evolved the halloweens i don't know if it's because they're remakes but they kind of left me they they were good but they kind of left me middling you know there's a lot about them that i don't like there's a lot about them i do like and then 31 and Again, there's some things I like about it, but I, it, I'm, I'm hoping that he comes back with something that just, you know, blows everyone away. I'm rooting for him. He's such a talented dude. I want to see him come back with like something that just knocks us out of the park again. I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. He's got to. That can't, that can't be the end of his legacy, you know? Not 31. I agree. <laughs> I agree. He's got to keep going. Um. Yeah, he's definitely one of my favorite. I actually almost, when I was picking out my outfit today, I was like, I had a baby firefly shirt and I was like, um, I'm kind of 
was skeptical about putting it on because I'm like, well, what if it's someone who's like anti Rob Zombie and then I just didn't. Who's anti Rob <laughs> Zombie? I want to meet him now. <laughs> <laughs> no one can be anti Rob Zombie. I was like, I don't need that negativity. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did you like Three from Hell? I did. I know I a lot. You did too? Yeah, I thought it was. It, I you're not gonna get you, you're not gonna get Devil's Rejects. I thought it was kind of cool how they, you know, it, it had a um natural born killer feel with the reporters and all that kind of, you know. So it was it was it was definitely it was cool. It was a good movie. It, more grindhousey, um, yeah. Kind of, which I I like. So some interesting characters. I love um uh what's his uh the guy break is that david break or the guy who, uh, yeah I, he's such a good actor he's so I, good he is so good and so is in uh i mean they're all good but and it was sad that sid passed in that one too that was you know that kind of made the story change and you know ha, you know so but yeah yeah i feel like he did the best that he could despite the circumstances I, you know with sid haig and um i went um I went by myself and watched it because like I live in Texas and a lot of times when they have special events or something like that we don't we don't get it so I looked it up ahead of time and I saw that we were gonna have it and I was like I will go by myself if I have to and I did and it you know it was sad it was sad seeing Sid Haig up there and um but I loved watching uh Baby Firefly or Vera, however you want to say her name, uh, descend more into her lunacy. Like whenever she's like sitting there talking about, I think she's in her jail cell and she's like talking about the cats right. and dancing and everything. I just was like, I, th I thought it was great. Great. Um, what part of I was uh, I was stationed in San Antonio and Lackland, so I was I spent some time in Texas before. That's awesome. I'm more southeast Texas, uh, kind of on the border of. Louisiana. I'm about two hours from Houston. Gotcha. Yeah. But, um, and then I liked, sorry, we're getting off on a tangent, but, right. uh, I liked Baby Firefly's role with the guy, you know, the guy that came in and helped her because he reminded her of Tiny because he was like the opposite. And right. I just kind of like that they still paid ode to him, even yeah. though he wasn't in the film and everything. But, um, yeah, I definitely love I love, I love that. And then like with Halloween one and two that he did, I like them both. Uh, two is a bit much with uh, two. I like to, I know a lot of people don't like that they had the ghost of the mom come back, but I mean, that's his adaptation and that's, right. you know, him and, you know, you don't want it to be the same exact thing. Uh, you don't want a carbon copy of something you've already seen. Absolutely. And I'll take bad horror any day over any movie anyway. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I'll watch. I'll be like, I'll take this. Keep making them, you know? So mm -hmm. I got gotcha. That's so cool. Um, and so what? Did you come up with the title for your film? Or was it like a group effort? I did. Um, that was the title of uh, uh, the album I had. My first album, Tailless Torpedo Stinger. And I'm a Scorpio. And basically, um, it was going to be, you know, it's like my life tale, you know, like my the song is the songs in the first album were all, you know, kind of like my life journey. And I thought that when I was writing this, I wanted to blend it all in. Um, so in the movie, um, the last song is actually my band, the hard band playing, we recorded that we produced it. And that's my band I'm singing in my um, my bet one of my best friends is the other singer there's two singers and my best friend I grew up with when, when I was like you know since I was like five or six years old he's the guitar player so yeah um, I just I've always wanted that to be it's so it was this whole thing that I've had thinking about in my head like that's been going like this forever and it just finally started happening you know so it was always in my mind that th that was the name of the first thing I was going to do that's really cool. I like how you did that. Um, what would be, let's see, what, um, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's just starting out in filmmaking? Um, surround yourself with awesome people. Surround yourself with talented people because you're only going to be as good as the people around you. 
um, if you're amazing and, you know, all these people around you, you know, if there's uh, something that's not right, um, then it's going to be hard to make everything happen. I was fortunate and blessed enough to have amazing people around me. I think that's important. And uh, I'll go back to my, the advice somebody gave me, always write within your capabilities or direct within your capabilities. So, no, you know, um, like writing whatever, what, 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 what you can work with. Like, you know, don't write about, you know, don't waste time writing about something that you can't make happen unless you have a $400,000 budget, you know? Um, mm -hmm. I did everything with a, between 2,500 and 5,000 bucks, which was pretty, pretty good. So, I mean, yeah. I did, I, I squeezed as much out of it as I could out of everything. But my most important, I think the most, the, the biggest thing would be, you know, surround yourself with, with amazing positive people because you'll, you'll get things done with, with positive people. Right. Um, if you were to explain your style, what, what would you explain it as? Or is it still, um, still a work in progress? I think it's still a work in progress. I mean, I'm, I'm always going to be me. I'm, I'm, I'm involved. I'm a very vocal and involved person. And I know what I want, but, uh, you know, and I, but I want to also let that, let the interpretation come from the actor. So I, I, I really, I think I'm, I'm still evolving with the, with, with the game and we'll see how it goes from here. But um, I, I, I know in here, I know what I want. And I think everyone you have to approach differently. I don't think there's a, a way to approach like every, I don't think it's cut and dry where you can approach every situation the same way. There's a lot of different personalities and people. I haven't worked with anyone that's, you know, that's, you know, but there are people that are talented that are, you know, that I'm sure I'll come across that are a little tricky to work with. Um, so mm -hmm. I think it's going to be just, a work in progress, but just being confident. I think I'm very confident in what I want and my capabilities. And um, I think that comes across for sure. Yeah, you definitely have to believe in yourself and the confidence is key. So, um, oh, okay. So for your upcoming, you know, you're going to do another one. Uh, do you plan to do like an Indiegogo campaign or is that something that you're still going to try and do the funding for yourself? Um, I, I feel so... Honestly, I'd love to do one, but I feel so weird asking somebody for money to help me make a project. I know people do it and I don't think it's a bad thing. I just, I just think it's, um, I don't know. I, I, I've never, I think I'm just going to do it myself again. And I already have the location. A friend of mine has lent me um, a, a dare camp out in the woods in Vermont um, where it's going to be filmed. Um, I, this time I'm going to have some actors that have never acted before some bad guys. So, um, in the movie, the first movie, that's my mother, the lady at the end, the, the that's my mother. So in this one, I'm going to have my dad actually as the father of Julian Bram and they're, it's going to be more of a, you know, I envision more like a little blend of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with that craziness. You stupid son of a bitch type, you know. <laughs> you know, and he's huge. And my dad's like this like a little old guy. So I think that it's not going to be as, it's not a cost issue if you have the locations and you have people to help you out. It's more or less, um, you know, spending money because I have to take time off of work and stuff like that. But nothing's going to stop me. If it's something I love, I'm going to find a way to do it. And I would feel, I just feel weird saying, Hey, Heather, you mind sending me a hundred bucks so I can make what, make my dreams come true. I'm like, what about Heather? Heather has dreams, you know? So it's hard. It's a balance for me. I don't, I feel really weird asking people for money for that. I know they do. I know it's out there. <laughs> no, I totally understand. I would be the same way, but, um, I mean, like I myself, I've contributed to a couple of campaigns and, you know, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. later down the line, if you ever did, like I would, you know, I would do whatever I could to help support. Like, I just, you know, want to see your dreams come true. Um, I think what you've done is great and I look forward to the second one and, you know, third or fourth, if there is another and, um, yeah, so if you ever did come to that, like I would be happy to promote and help share and you know support. This is helping a tremendous amount. Um, just you know, reaching the horror community. 
Um, you know, I, every, I, I, I've just started venturing into the horror community, like in, 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 in liking and, and following people and checking out their stuff. Um, it's cool, man. There, it's us, it's, it's a lot smaller of a group than you think. And, um, um, everyone's real. The one thing about the horror community, it's a very welcoming community. It's a, it, you know, everyone's great. You know, I mean, I, I'm on a, a app called Slasher. Um, so I use that a lot and um, everyone's super nice there. Everyone, you know, you don't, I mean, it's a great community. The horror community is special I, and I love it and I love everyone in it. And um, so what you're doing right now helps any amount that I can reach people to check out the movie that all, that, that all helps tenfold, you know, it's, it's, and I appreciate you. Thank you for um, what you do. I think uh, it's, it's great that I can, be on your platform and reach other people to see tales of Scorpio Stinger. It's, it's awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you. Cause, um, I mean, like I have a, I don't know a lot about indie horror, but I have a soft spot, soft spot, soft spot for it. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, you know, I just feel like it needs more, um, awareness and, um, you know, a lot of people when they do podcasts, they kind of shoot for the larger, you know, larger budgeted films and everything. And then, you know, indie horror gets left out, and I hate that, um, but, you know, like, thank you for coming on, because you could, you could go on anything, and, you know, choosing to come on mine, you know, it means the world to me, and, um, you know, I just want to help you get whatever exposure you can, and thank you. You're welcome, and speaking of the Slasher app, I just interviewed Damon uh, Wednesday. <laughs> In nice. the yeah, Damon's great. Yeah, he really is. He lives. He lives close to me. I told him. I said. Uh, I said you're close enough to do a cameo. You need. I need to get you on to do a little cameo appearance. You know, you're 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 too close not to. He said that could be fun. I'm like, could it will be. So I'm trying to. I'll, I want to get him on. I think that would be great. But uh, yeah, he seems like a good dude. You know, yeah. it's a cool platform that he uh, he 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 put together. You know, very smart. Mm-hmm. Couldn't imagine coming up with that. Um, so, okay, I'm going to ask a few questions. Um, so, who, if you could, if you could work with any director who, like, for an upcoming film or actor, actress, you know, what, or like, what would your dream cast be um, for acting, directing, writing, whatever? I would love to see Leonardo in a horror movie. I doubt mm -hmm. he'll do it, but I would love to see him in a horror movie and I'd love to do it with him. I mean, mm -hmm. Leonardo Leonardo and Brad Pitt, I mean, they did the the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, it's not, it, it has some horror moments, you know, but can you imagine them in like in a real horror movie? It would be phenomenal, you know? So I would love to have worked on that film. I love the cast. You got Tarantino. That would have been my dream film to work on. To be like, so the, the people in that movie, I would have loved to have been one of Manson's people or whatever that they throw around and thrash around at the end. That would have been amazing. That yeah. that's my that movie. Um, I love that movie. I really, really loved it. I've been trying to stay away from um, previews because they show you so much of the movie. So I went into that movie in the theater and I didn't watch anything. And the, the twist at the end, and I, I thought they were all going to die. And I was like, yes, I was like, so it just blew me away. I love the ending. But he, I just love that movie. But that would be my dream cast right there. Perfect cast. That would be awesome. Maybe one day it can happen for you. Charlize would be fun to work with too. I mean, Charlize. yeah, she's, she's amazing. Her, the, her, her role in monster still to this day is one of the best performances ever, ever. Transformation performances ever. It's amazing. You watch a real woman in like court, like court, and then you see that and you're like, oh my God, she's, she's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. She did quite the transformation. <laughs> she's very, very gifted. Um, let's see. So what, what, what do you have coming up um, outside of the Tales of a Scorpio Stinger? Do you have any other upcoming project or latest news? Um, so I'm gonna I'm I'm focusing on Tales of a Scorpio Stinger uh, episode two when pigs fly. I want to release that. I'm I'm hoping to get this all done if the pandemic works with me for another Halloween 
release weekend. Um, I, I, th I think that's kind of cool. And then I have a movie. Um, this one is going to be a full length movie. Um, I'm going to upgrade um, a little of my um, camera equipment to make sure that it's just shot. Everything is perfect in it. Um, I have a really good idea. Um, it's something I also have had for a long time. It has a little social value to it where it's kind of, it's something that's going on in the world today right now. And it, and it you know, it, it could piss people off and it might not piss people off. It's, it's going to be an edgy kind of, but it's, uh, it's like hostile meets, uh, uh, it's hard to say without giving it away, but I do have, and I've already started, I have uh, pages already worked on, like the script I've already have going, like I was doing both at the same time. And so, yeah, that's what my next project's going to be. And it's gonna be it's gonna be something totally different from Tales, for sure. Well, you said hostels, so you already have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> I love the hostels. Me too. I love you, Lara. Um, what is your favorite subgenre of horror? Do you have one or? <clears throat> I would believe. I, I think that my. I, I really like all of it. I you know the. I'd say my least favorite. I'm not a big. I'm not a big, like, fake demon guy. Like, I like reality horror. Like, so I like the, I like slasher and Texas Chain. Like, I like real, tangible, like, this could happen. I'm not big into, like, uh, like uh, the demons and stuff coming from basements. I'm not that, that kind of stuff. I'll watch it. Because, I, like I said, I'll watch any horror movie. But the supernatural stuff, eh, eh, <laughs> you know? I, like, the Conjuring movies, to me, um, and now a lot of people are going to be like, how dare you? But to me, they were like Disney horror to me, The Conjuring, mm -hmm. all of them. Annabelle too. I, they, um, I like The Nun more than I like out of that whole series. I really like The Nun. I thought it was scarier than all of them. But to me, um, the paranormals were, were smart. They were genius. But there's only so long I can just watch a door moving back and forth while people are sleeping. It's like, I like real like how like like hollow uh, jason before he became like there's a lot of jason and halloween people that can go on for episode and episode and he keeps coming back mm, i like i'm more I, when before they start going like carried away i like the pr more the first few that i do the the rest i'm right. more of a realist kind of guy that's why i love zombie like these people that can be really wacky out there you know <laughs> killing people so, because there really are people like, you know, that are wacky. So I, I'm more of a realist for horror. That's my favorite kind of genre for that. Yeah. And I will agree. Um, was it the third Conjuring? Uh, Annabelle Comes Home? Was that what it was? Something that, like that, yeah. I mean, I liked it, but I mean, like, I feel like I could sit down and watch that with my kids. <laughs> because it, it, like you said, it, it was more of like a Disney thing. Like, I'd there weren't even any kills were they like i don't think so it yeah was, I don't, it's like disney you know i don't think there's any kills there kills in the conjuring too i mean there's a scary uh there's scary like um affects monsters and witches but i don't know if anyone dies do they i can't remember it's been a while since i've seen the movie but yeah i mean they're kind of disney i'll tell you what i'll tell you my favorite genre rated r i am not a pg guy I'm mm -hmm. not a PG guy. I'm going to swear right now. Yeah. Fuck PG. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's basically me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. I mean, you want to watch a horror movie. You want to see the elements of horror. You don't want to be watching it, you know, left out so that it appeals to a broader, a broader audience. It's right. just... I mean, there are a couple PG movies that, you know, I'm not going to say every PG horror movie was awful. I mean, there's some, you know, but ultimately, if I see a movie and it says PG, I'm going to be like, mm. you know, how far are you going to go if it's PG? We're talking right. Disney horror, you know, so. Eh. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's see. Um, did you have, were there any like horror movies or anthology series growing up that kind of like molded the way for you or yeah um the the scariest movie to me when i was growing up um like i ended up seeing friday the 13th and that scared the shit out of me 
the mm -hmm. first time when he's in the basement with the the that's that mm -hmm. that was that one really i jason didn't jason and the friday 13th to me they're not scary you know mm -hmm. it's like some guy walking really slow he ends up catching everybody somehow and he, you know he kills them it's always like a kill but it's not a scary kill to me it's just like the you know like somebody's dying kind of afraid you know but it's not like where freddie was like legitimately you know with the burns and the he freddie and that whole series two was yeah but dream warriors that was when freddie it was before he turned too comical that movie you know prime time bitch and all that the lines in that movie and that was one of the best horror movies ever actually dream warriors was a good movie yeah, yeah. But that, I think Freddy was probably, Halloween was good. But, you know, again, um, I liked it. But then to me, it gets, when it gets, keeps going and going and going to me, it's hard for me to stay with it. Now, most people, I know horror fanatics, they stick with it. And the six, seven, I mean, it's better than, you know, following, you know, the Mighty Ducks seven or whatever, you know what I mean? But it loses me after a while. We'll watch it here and there, but I'm not, you know, I, I like the, the, you know, just the first few, a couple usually or something. Totally understandable. Um, let's see. What do you, uh, what do you think sets your, what do you hope to set your films apart from everyone else's? It's a good question. Um, authenticity. That's what I think. Um, I want to be authentic. Um, I don't want it to feel forced. I don't want, um, you know, coming from my own budget, coming, owning my own equipment. Um, it's going to be how I want it. Like it's going to be in my vision. And, you know, there's some movies out there that you, you know, when it hits these big time uh, and I don't put myself there by any means, but, <laughs> you know, but when it's, you know, you hear like the last star Wars, you literally, they took his movie and were like, we don't care you directed it. This, this, they, they basically remade the movie on him, you know? So I just feel like when I make a movie, you're going to see who I am and it, it's going to reflect who I am. And that's all. I just want it to be authentic. I just want somebody to see it, whether they like it or not. And, and, you know, say, all right, he put his heart into it. I don't like it, but it's authentic. And I put, he put his heart into it. That would be, that's the most important thing for me, bar none. Right. I like that answer. Um, is there any kind of message that you do hope to get across with your work or future work? Um, or what do you have like a certain kind of legacy you want to leave behind um, in doing so? I, I don't, I wouldn't put my, like, I wouldn't think about that. I would hope that I get enough done to form some sort of a legacy or something where people can look at, a, a, you know, multiple works right now it's hard you know you never know one day to the next I have something right now but I don't think about anything like that other than the next project because it's fun you know it's like it's so much fun to do that that's all that matters to me is it's fun and it, 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 it's it's so so much goes into it you know this is this is what I do so I, I'm not, my good my music days are pretty much I've stopped kind of doing it will I play again I don't know but I love doing this this is so mm -hmm. much fun that I I can't see stopping so none of that really matters just just keep making stuff and let it you know let the chips fly where they you know where they do right um okay so we talked about working and stuff so what do you do to relax or unwind um, hang out with the ant, my animals and, you know, um, this actually now this, this is because I, you know, I do have other jobs that, you know, the help, you know, pay for this or I have another job. So this is what I do to unwind, you know, this is like writing and, you know, you know, putting, getting into this imaginary place to some, it's reading a book for me, it's writing and, you know, maybe, pulling up the movie and working on the edit and and you know that that to me is unwinding now that you know it's a it's a safe spot for me it's it's a good place mm -hmm. to be happy yeah um let's see if you could have um five people sitting at a table with you having drinks eating dinner coffee tea whatever um who would you want at your table and um what would you like to discuss with them 
it they can be dead alive it doesn't matter five people wow well for one it won't make a lot of people happy but i'm a huge tom brady fan growing up a patriot mm -hmm. so i would love to have tom brady <clears throat> and it ain't even just because of you know football it's just he's a super positive guy. He's a winner. And he just, I would love to hear his insight, you know, just to sit with him without a camera and a microphone, like to get the cliche answers. I'd love to see, you know, hear, you know, what he says, you know, behind, you know, in privacy. Um, I would love to have, I would love to sit down, have Tarantino there. Um, I don't think I would, you know, Brad Pitt and Leonardo, eh. I'd love to have Quentin Tarantino there, <clears throat> I think, on that. Um, I would love to have Phil from Pantera there. I think he would add the, the dirt that I need at the table, keep it real. Like, <laughs> you can't have too much good Tom Brady, clean, shiny Brady. I need to have some, uh, some, some Phil there th throwing some F-bombs to keep it real. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, those three um, – I'm a huge Jim. I grew up a huge Jim Morrison fan. I would love to like have him there so he can interject with some stuff that might not mean much, but he says it. <laughs> He'll say something and be like, okay, and next, you know, I just, I would love to, to hear, would have been loved to sat with him and after he had a couple beers and hear what he had to say, that's for sure. Um, and I think I would want uh, at least some, uh, some, a woman there for some different perspective. Hmm. You know who I'd like to have, and and I would love to have Jodie Foster uh, if I was gonna have a woman on the table because I don't know she was in so she knew Dennis Hopper and she she started at such a young age and she she was uh she's something you know I'm, I'm not too keen on a lot of her new stuff but she Silence of the Lambs I don't know how many times I've seen that movie <laughs> I mean she's awesome in that movie yeah she's. She's somebody who I'd love to, if it was a female, like to be at the table to hear her perspective for sure. Yeah, I like her and that. And um, the little girl who lives down the lane. Yeah. 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 I thought that was it. Yeah, amazing. I just wrote about that the other day. Yeah. I, I, I actually just saw that recently. I didn't even, you know, and I was like, because I read something where she was young and she was in it and it was controversial because she takes her shirt off. That's never going to happen, you know, today. And um, uh, Martin Sheen, who's in Apocalypse Now, what a creep he played. Such a great actor, man. He is such a weirdo. That movie actually was his, the way he behaved was, to me, was creepier than a lot of the, like, contrast. I'm like, this guy's a creep. He played such a good creep in that movie. But, um, yeah, and... Um, Tatum O'Neill would kind of, uh, she, she was doing a lot of stuff at a young age and she saw those actors, the both of them saw some stuff at a young age that a lot of people don't see those days are over. They don't subject the people that, but you know, they were at a different time where they saw some crazy shit you know, in the movies. Right. That's true. Um, well, I guess let's see. I guess I'll close out with Shag, Mary Kill, if that's okay. Um, I'll give you a few of those because I got to go pick up my little ones. I'll wish I <laughs> What's that? I said, I wish I had more time. No problem. This is perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, actually, I'm going to ask one more question before I go into that. Um, have you ever come up with something that's just so wild and crazy as an idea um, that you're just like, where the hell did I come up with that? You know, what the fuck could I do with it? Um, and just, you know, wondering where it came from, but like, um, has that ever happened to you? And you just want to like find some way to make it work. I have had something like that happen. And the problem is today's day and age, I wouldn't do something to appease people, but it was kind of wacky. It's a wacky thing where I don't think it would work because it's too risque of what I would want to do. But um, I want to push boundaries, but I don't want to be like, like there's certain movies, like we said, Hostel, that pushed a boundary and was shock. And I don't want to, even if I think of something, I don't want to do it just to do it, like to be a shocker. Um, so sometimes what I'll do with that 
is that idea. I'm like, mm, and I'll take something from it to put it when I'm working in, you know? So it's hard to like take every idea and make it into this grand, you know, production. So what I'll do is I'll steal, like I'll wake up and I'll be like, well, that's crazy. And I'm like, Oh, and I'll write it down and maybe put that in. And I just actually did this for, for <laughs> big fly. So yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a weird little, <laughs> a couple minutes, but yeah. So just steal from it and just incorporate it into what I'm doing now. Cause it's hard to do everything, you know? So, but if it's good enough, hmm, put it in, put it in somewhere, find it. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. I'll give you um, some Mary fuck kill or fuck Mary kill Harvey say it. Um, it's going to be horror edition. Um and I'm going to, like, mix the characters around. Like, some will be villains, some will be not villains. Okay. Um, okay, so between Danny from Midsummer, uh, the pinup girl from Strangers Pray at Night, and then Annabelle. <laughs> the one, so... So, Shag, Mary, Kill. Yeah, Shag, Annabelle. Mary, the girl from Midsummer. And then kill. Pin up girl. Pin up girl. Um. Okay. How about the girl who played American Mary? Um. Have you seen May? I, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bizarre movie, but yes. I know. And then um. Uh. Let's see. How's her, what's her name? Asami from Audition? I know I said that wrong. Audition. Oh, I, know, I know what you're talking about. Definitely Shag May. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Kill Audition. And then the, the first one I would marry. Okay. Let me see if I can come up with one more. Um, we'll do a Final Girls one. Um, Nancy. Uh, is it Nancy Thompson? I can't even think right now. Um Sally Hardesty or Jenny Field? Jenny Field. Okay. I would definitely, that would be the one I would marry. Um, the first one, uh, kill. And then the second would definitely be the shag for sure. Sounds good. There's certain people I'd want to kill. I'd probably, I'd probably want to kill the <laughs> more like beautiful ones. I'd be like, I want to kill them. I think they kill better. <laughs> You know, and then the really like geeky, dorky ones, I'd run a shag, and then the merry ones would be kind of in the middle, crazy people. <laughs> you like them crazy? <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. Got to have some excitement. Got to have some excitement, right? You don't want it. You don't want it too too boring, right? So right. keep it on your feet. Exactly. Well, um, I'd like to use this time now for you to be able to plug uh, yourself you know, for Instagram, YouTube, um, like you said, what was it, Reverb Nation that you have? Yeah, Reverb Nation, that's Jostel, J-O-S-T-E-L, on Reverb Nation's all my music. Um, Jason J. Elliott is Instagram, the link for the movie. Um, uh, uh, YouTube just gave us the Tales of a Scorpio Stinger link, so that's kind of cool. Um, it's official, um, but my link is on the the Instagram page. If you go to my bio, it's there. It's in the bio of my Slasher app. I'm also Jason J. J Elliot and Slasher. Um, and their Slasher is growing too. So it's kind of cool how that's all going to merge together. Um, and yeah, I just, uh, I want to thank everyone for giving me, you know, anyone who gives the time to watch the movie. And, you know, I can't ask for much more than that. You know, that's just time's precious. Like you say, you have little ones, you have this, everyone's doing stuff, you know, and another thing is attention spans. You know, there's a reason why TikTok is popular because it's what, 10 seconds or a thick, okay, on to the next one. So to be able to keep someone's attention, that's that's amazing, you know? So I appreciate that, that people give me their their attention and their time. That's it's awesome. Thank, well, thank you, you, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank um, you. Um, I can't wait to see what you come up with in the future. And um, if you ever want to come back on, like when it's closer to uh, your second episode or any future works, I'd love to have you on again. Absolutely. I would love that. I'll see you on Instagram.
All right. You have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Have a glorious day. Bye-bye. Bye. I got to warn you. You're doomed to stay. Go. Go. Hey, yo, Michael and Jason and Chucky, get ready. Heather's moving to Elm Street, kicking it with Freddy. Cause Heather loves horror. What's your favorite?